You're listening to the Real Estate Runway podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, Real Estate Runway family. Today, we're going to have Micah Maddox with Real Protect Insurance on the line today. Look, we are in a very interesting insurance world. It's the worst insurance market in 40 years. If you're a property owner, you know what I'm talking about. If you're an investor who's received a capital call or a bad note from your sponsor that, hey, her insurance just tripled, you know what I'm talking about. Good news is it's not that way for everybody, but certain areas of the country are more prone to others. So we're going to get into a lot of the meat today with Micah. He is a resident expert on this topic, and we're going to talk about how his company might be able to help you over come these challenges. Before we get into the episode, if you get any value out of this or any content Quattro puts out, please leave us that five-star review and thoughtful comment or subscribe, like us on YouTube. That's the only way to get the show out to more people. So pay it forward, share your experience. We so appreciate you for that. If you want to come on the show, check us out at thequattroway.com slash podcast. And folks, we're always running investment opportunities here at Quattro. Come check us out. Have a conversation. Let's build a relationship. You can visit us at thequattroway.com slash invest, and we'll see if we are a good fit for you. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Take care. All right, all right, all right. Real Estate Runway family, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. This is insurance edition. So I have my good friend Micah Maddox on here with Real Protect Insurance. Micah has just had a baby, so I'm really surprised he's even on the call right now. Like his wife might still be in the hospital bed, but nevertheless, here he is devoted to you. Michael, welcome to the show. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. Thank you, Chad, for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Before we get into this, man, I'd love to hear a little bit about you. What in the world got you into insurance and how Real Protect became the company that it is today? Because you guys are doing something pretty special in the insurance market today. And if you haven't talked to this guy, you haven't seen what his company has to offer. So they have some unique stuff that is not out there with the public brokerages. Let's go into that first, and then we'll get into a state of the union on the insurance market that we're feeling today. Absolutely. You, you mentioned how I got into insurance, and it's actually a really cool story. So I started my insurance career about 10 years ago. Uh, I actually opened a state farm uh, with a buddy of mine, and he needed some help. So went and helped him out and sold personal insurance, homes and cars and things like that. And what it did was it gave me a great basis in insurance. It taught me that I liked insurance, but that there was just more out there. And that's when I transitioned about two years later over to doing the commercial and multifamily and just everything else that the world has to offer with the world of insurance. And it's just been an incredible ride since then is about the only way that I can put it. But no, I was going to go to law school and uh, veered off and just went a different direction. Still get to practice a lot of contract law, a lot of insurance contracts, but not officially. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so just for the audience out there, I mentioned you just had a baby. Give me some stats, baby girl, baby boy. Tell me what happened there. So baby number two, her name is Lucy, and she is oh, uh, a week and a day old today. Um, doing great. Her and mom are both doing awesome. Seven pounds, 14 ounces. I'm just extremely healthy. So we couldn't be happier. A little bit sleep deprived, but I think that's pretty natural. Folks, if you're watching here on YouTube, then I, I don't know what makeup he's using. But he doesn't have any bags under his eyes, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Well, Mike, I, I so appreciate you, you know, being dedicated enough to still be here in, in the wake of, of having a new baby. So let, let's be efficient with your time. But look, folks, we are in, and I'm quoting Micah here as I'm feeling it too. We are in the worst insurance market in 40 years, right? Not only are we dealing with the interest rates and the inflation problems and all that drama that comes in, 
Now you have to deal with insurance premiums that might be going up anywhere from 10 to 50 plus percent, which could more than double your premium. So it, it's pretty wild, but just, I'd love to get a, a state of the union from you, Micah, on just what's going on. Why is it happening? But just explain where we are right now. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the most complex terms you can put it in and, and the investors here are definitely going to understand this when it's going to hit home. Insurance and the insurance industry is an investment vessel, just like many others are. The biggest issue right now is that for the past 10 years consecutively, there have been so many losses uh, in some areas of the country, so much fraud and just other things that are affecting the industry that the carriers are, are then just taking so many losses. They're making no returns and the investors in those carriers, the reinsurers, as we would reference them, the reinsurers are pulling out. They say, hey, I can put my money into, for example, real estate or any one of a number of things just because insurance statistically over the past decade is just not a good investment vessel. That's the most concise way we can put it. The reasons, some of them make sense. Yeah, Florida, Texas, those coastal areas, they get hit with storms. When we've got California wildfires and just all kinds of other things. And I've actually got a really cool document we put together that just shows throughout the last 10 years, and just linear, it just shows, hey, here's all the incidents. Here's all the things that happened that culminated us into this spot. I, I mentioned fraud, something that's interesting. A lot of people don't know. Florida accounts for 77, and you heard that right, 77% of insurance fraud in the U.S., 77. Wow. How? And Hold on. You course, said wow. I how? say how. Tell how. <laughs> both, both, both. Well, and, and to not go too far into it, there's what's called assignment of benefits process. Just like anything else, you know, here in the world, it was created to be a really good thing used by the many, ruined by the few. And that's what we watched happen. It's a way that basically, and allegedly, it's a way that allegedly people could, and with help of, you know, contractors, attorneys, whatever else, Take a claim, an incident that happened, something that of course just would be valid, inflate costs and just do other things to get more money from insurance carriers. It is just a basic version of it. But yeah, 77% is just a, a crazy number, um, which is why last year, I think before the end of the year, it was not beyond 30 insurance carriers that pulled out of the state of Florida. They went fully insolvent. And we're seeing that there. And unfortunately, a lot of these carriers are tied together and the worst thing that could happen, which knocks on wood right now, I don't think we're in danger of is that bleeds into the rest of the marketplace. And then suddenly you're in Ohio and can't get insurance just because something happened way down in Florida. But yeah, 77%. That is just wild. And let's explain the structure of insurance for a second. Because folks, you don't just go to, there's a common misconception. You don't just go to your insurance broker and you get a better price from him or their broker down the street. Usually what happens is in the brokerage world, there, there's a set number of carriers that will write in a market. And those carriers, but usually the brokers have access to all of them, not always, but you might find one or two that aren't on there. They'll only quote one guy at a time. And I think even further beyond that, the insurance company itself is not the, like you mentioned, there's investors that provide insurance to it. So it's, they might be the first 10% of, or 5% of coverage, but then they go get from a reinsurer a policy for 95% of the coverage. And maybe there might be a couple stacked on there. So talk, talk about that a little bit, because what, what we're not seeing right now, it's not an insurance company problem. It's the reinsurers that are bleeding, right? The major losses that are bleeding. Yeah. No, and, and that's a good way to think about it. So to, to touch on one of the things you said earlier was that right now we're just seeing uh, such a marketplace where everybody has tantamount the same markets. We're seeing a lot of commonality there. And, and while I would say there's commonality, it's not quite as universal as you might think. Uh, and that was something that was really interesting for me to find out. The average independent agency has typically between 20 and 50 markets. So carriers, if you will, in that language, 
20 to 50 carriers they can go to. We, we've got about 400. So just to put that in, in, in the perspective there, just the access. And th- there are places out there, the Willis's and Real Protect and places like that, that, that just do have that kind of reach. Not everybody does. And that is an awesome thing to have that many outlets, but it is tough to manage to keep track of everybody. But one thing that comes along with that, and I think a lot of people don't realize this either, is that insurance is relational. Just as much as real estate is something that you and all the investors listening are doing day in and day out, just managing those relationships. We do the same thing. It is relational in that I'll, I'll use a company everybody knows or a carrier everybody knows, Travelers. It is possible for Agent 1 to call Travelers uh, and get a no. And then you know maybe we call and get a yes or... Agent one calls travelers and they don't get a great price, but we're able to, to really show the value. We know your property and we're able to articulate that and lean on that some, and of course, be able to improve upon that. So it's not always, but again, there is just so much of a relational component that I don't think people really understand. And there is a large importance on how you select your agent and their relationships with the marketplace. Now, that's a tough one as well to gauge. If you ask any agent, they have great relationships. So it, it's probably hard to gauge exactly what that looks like, but it is a very important component to you getting a successful, and in this case, just like you talked about, well-priced end product. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, Micah, let's talk a little bit about where you see the, we'll say the, the high-risk zones around the countries. I've seen a couple of maps lately where it's, this is say green, yellow, red, like in markets you wouldn't even expect that are just almost uninsurable right now. So if you're talking to a prospective property buyer who's an investor and looking where he's going to place money, where are you saying, maybe don't go there right now, because I can't tell you what insurance is that it's not going to double over the next two years, like each year. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. And that is a very good question. At the end of the day, thankfully, there's typically only a handful of places that you can guarantee that's going to happen. Certain parts of Florida, certain parts of Texas, South Louisiana, parts of California right now, there are those hot spots, so to speak, that you can pretty much guarantee unless we see major change, major overhaul, which... That's another point I can get to in a second, but unless we start seeing those things in a real tangible, palpable manner, I, it, it's going to continue to go up and, and get worse, not better. With that said, every single new day, there are new carriers hopping on the market. I'll take Florida, for example. As crazy as it might be, and in the middle of an insurance crisis like they are, there are still new carriers coming onto the marketplace every day. They tweak the idea just a little bit and have a new way to do it. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do have a better idea than the last guy who it didn't work for. But there are areas like that where, like I said, maybe... The trajectory uh, is not looking like it's going in a great direction right now, but relief is on the way uh, and things like that. I think one of the big things, too, that is very much in the spotlight right now is legislative reform. Uh, that's a big thing that a lot of people look to, and it solves some issues. Again, if, if it's law-based, like in Florida, things like that, just if hurricanes come through and they're paying out more than they bring in, then from a business standpoint, there's not a great way to fix that, unfortunately. Fraud, things like that, underwriting, making sure the correct premiums are assigned with the correct property. Um, making sure that properties are insured to their correct value. Those are all things that are very much in the spotlight right now and I'm hoping are going to bring some good relief here in the next probably 12 to 18 months. Want to generate higher return and drive alpha for your commercial real estate firm? Now you can with Lobby CRE by 30 Capital. Lobby CRE is an asset management platform designed to manage and optimize cash flow for faster returns and more visibility into performance. Shift your strategy with the market, not because of it. Identify opportunities and mitigate risk now rather than later, and save more than eight hours per week through automation. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and book a demo. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and so let's maybe touch on some of that reform you were talking about a little bit. So what has to happen for this to stabilize? Well, and that is the million dollar question, or probably in this case, the trillion dollar question. 
It's a really good question. At the end of the day, I think it really depends on what we're trying to solve. For example, in Florida, uh, I know I keep picking on Florida today, uh, but for example, in Florida, if we're trying to fix certain processes, that assignments of benefits process AOBs is what it's typically called. November of 2022, uh, there was a bill put into place that is going to curb or has begun to curb that process and really just put a lot of guidelines around how it's used and hopefully bring it back to the good tool that it was originally instituted as. So that's one very specific example of, of what we're hoping to see. Um, again, that one's easy. You can directly correlate a cause and effects there. In some cases, it's hard. I wish that you could legislate hurricanes out of the picture or, or things like that, but just that that's not possible, of course. But different things are coming up. And like I said, it's just uh, something that I think is very much in the spotlight. I think a lot of that is to be determined on exactly what that looks like. It sounds great to say, oh yeah, we'll legislate it and fix it. The government's been doing that for how long now with every issue under the sun. But I do hope that we are continuing to just keep these things top of mind. And then when there is a way to affect positive change, our legislators are looking at that and they're taking the right precautions. Thanks for that. So let's transition a little bit to your company, right? So we've talked a little bit about the insurance market in general and, and what might be going on. Let's talk about what your company does, how you're different, some of the products that you offer that is not really out there from other other brokerages and carriers. And how can you help our clients here or our listeners here on the phone, many of whom own property around the country and may be experiencing some turmoil right now? Absolutely. So I think that ends up coming, that that relief ends up coming in a few different ways. So way number one is we do have those relationships in the marketplace that we're able to go out to the same private marketplace and use those relationships, leverage those relationships into a better end product. Sometimes that looks like a faster time of service. Sometimes that looks, of course, better premiums and better terms, lower deductibles, things like that. In a perfect world, all of the above this is what that looks like. So that's our usage of just the, the standard marketplace that everybody has. There's almost a next here, which is there are certain pool programs. For example, Florida has Florida citizens. Uh, Louisiana has Louisiana citizens. Texas has a program called TWIA, Texas Windstorm Insurance Association. And these are all pools that, that are state funded that a lot of agents don't know about. And just knowing how to utilize them, where they come in handy, that's that second line of defense. The third line is some of these programs that, that we've worked to develop. And that's just, at the end of the day, it's going to look like, work like, act like, insure like any traditional insurance policy would. It's backed by the same carriers. It's really, truly just coming down to how we're purchasing the insurance and then how we can then turn that around and offer that back to the end customers. Like a Sam's Club, if you will, purchasing in bulk, allocating all those things and then allowing us to divvy that up as we can. The programs that we've got are helping a lot in states like Florida, states like Texas. Um, we have some that, of course, just help with, with more middle America, Kentucky, Oklahoma, just through the middle there. And, and all those areas are, are facing different challenges. And these programs are constantly adapting to what we're seeing in those zones. Yeah, it's fantastic to know. So Micah, just, just real quick for the listeners, what's the best way to get in touch with you and your company so that the, the listeners can learn more and see if your company can help them with their insurance needs? Absolutely. So I'm very active on LinkedIn, either commenting or direct messaging is a great way. My email, um, I'm sure is going to be somewhere in the, in the call notes here or somewhere. Uh, email is a great way. I'm extremely responsive there. Uh, and then of course, just by phone as well. But typically a quick conversation really lets us know your exact unique situation. Uh, and then we, we can figure out exactly what options that we would apply or, or exactly what options you may have in that scenario. Fantastic. Before we go, Micah, let, let's get into the quattro questions. I want to learn a little bit more about yeah. you as a person. Are you ready? Let's All right. Go. First one, what is your superpower? Could be life or business and how does it serve you well? My superpower. I would say communication. 
Uh, and it very much helps in both. Um, being able to and not afraid to communicate is ultimately what I mean there. It's easy and like to not communicate or under communicate. It just really goes to show in business and sports and personal life and anything, just being able to communicate, not being scared of those feelings or more of a personal note, but not being scared of things like that and being able to articulate helps personal relationships and in business alike. So I, I would say communication. I love that, Mike. That's a good one. And I think we're seeing a lot of that here. Let's flip the coin over. Tell me about your biggest mistake. Again, could be life or business and what'd you learn from it? Absolutely. So we'll, we'll go business. I would say in business, it was, and like we talked about how I got started, not advancing and not learning the other parts of the marketplace and the industries that I wanted to serve, not really learning them as soon as I should have. For example, real estate is one of those things that to understand how to insure real estate, you have to know how it operates. Anybody can you know, apply insurance to it, but at the end of the day, knowing how it operates, that helps you know what the objectives are, where we're really trying to help, where can we provide help, and what's most important to an investor, an operator, a capital provider, anything like that. How, how do we integrate? I, it's not something that I really dove deep into until probably the last five or six years when I really just dug in, read real estate books, and just learned everything I could to be able to speak the language. Yeah, that's fantastic, Micah. And so flipping over to the philanthropy question, one of Quattro's four pillars, we have four pillars. One is the first is we have people coming together around a property to generate profits, some of which are used for philanthropy, which in turn is taking care of people, property, profits, and philanthropy. I love to give our guests an opportunity to share their philanthropic heart here on the show. And we've actually had people give on their behalf to said philanthropy. So how do you do good while doing well in the world? Absolutely. So one of the big things that's helped me to do that is I've been on the executive board and a general member of the Junior Chamber of Commerce here in Gainesville, the JCs. Now, we do a lot of different things. Of course, it is a business and kind of networking organization, but we've got a big philanthropy portion of it as well. Throughout the year, we've got large projects. The biggest one is Christmas. Around Christmas time, we help typically it's anywhere between about 300 and 500 local students receive Christmas that otherwise wouldn't. And that starts with raising money, doing different projects like that. We wake up for a couple of weekends, we wake up and go shopping, go to Walmart at 6 a.m. and go pick everything up. We wrap it and we try to also just have that touch in there. So when we're delivering it, talking to the parents, talking to the kids, we normally have a party, bowling or skating or just something fun. It carries here to year, but we'll do something fun and just give those kids that experience. That's, that's one of the really big programs that we do. And another one we do is called Gut Check. And Gut Check is probably like it sounds, at-risk youth here around Atlanta that maybe just don't have the best figures in their life, maybe just didn't have the proper resources and proper tools that a lot of us might have had. They really help us in like pouring into some young guys over the course of three days. And it's a military style. There's actually a military school here called Riverside Military Academy that lets us use their grounds and, and just make it all official. But just taking a couple of days, really pouring into them, being those figures and, and just giving that advice that maybe they wouldn't have ever gotten otherwise. And in a lot of cases, and this is really positive and just really amazing to see in a lot of cases altering where their lives might go, uh, the decisions they make and just how they view things. That's a big part of, of my day to day and definitely something I enjoy. Yeah, I think we definitely heard some passion there. It, it, it's so cool yeah. because like folks, one thing that you see Quattro focus on is, is the eradication of generational poverty. We have taken over some buildings where it's just heart-wrenching what people, what scenarios some people live in. And the only way to break that cycle is to break a generation on, you have to get to the next generation, the children yeah. who can change their stars, so to speak. And doing that is near and dear to my heart. I appreciate everything that your company does for that, because that is how you, know, you, you really lift people up is giving that good influence and those opportunities to 
young people who realize, oh, there's a better way. Absolutely. I love that. And I'm going to go off script here for a second because I was actually just perusing your bio here and I forgot something. So we're going to mess with the format. Going back to talking about insurance, if you're a property owner, what are some things you can do to position your property, the asset itself, to be more or less insurable, right? So let's say, what are some things you can do that hurt you? And what are some things you can do that help you? So I think we got to do anything we can at this moment to try to keep those premiums in line. Certainly, certainly. So a, a lot of that is going to be more property specific, um, that there's not necessarily one general list that you might look at, but a lot of that's just going to be very property specific. Some examples of that might be keeping the systems updated. Of course, that through HVAC, electrical and plumbing. Uh, are, are you going in and doing routine updates? Do you know the condition of those items? Probably some do and some don't. Probably a mixture. That's the four biggest things that are just that front barrier to entry with a lot of carriers. They're going to ask about the updates. What was it? When was it done? Especially in some of these assets we see aging into the earlier 80s, 70s, 60s, just as we're seeing be more common. There is a lot of big things around that. And the first thing they're going to ask you is, okay, when was it updated? What was done? And like I said, that's one really good barrier to entry. Curb appeal. And, and that's a probably a hot topic for a lot of people, especially in the value add space. But at the end of the day, something people don't realize is when we go out to the marketplace or we review property for insurance, the very first thing that's going to happen is an underwriter is going to Google the address. How simple is that? They're going to pop into the Google. What shows up? Again, sometimes we can control those images. Sometimes we can't. But curb appeal really does play a role. If they look at it and either get a, a warm and fuzzy or a not so warm and fuzzy, that can play a big, a big role in, in what happens next past there in the review process. There's a lot of other specific things. For example, states that are prone to wind catastrophes, storms, hurricanes, things like that. Again, just a large emphasis on things like roofing, general property maintenance, or the seals around the windows in good shape. Do the doors always close? Are there any holes anywhere or anything that needs to be fixed up? A lot of it is very common sense stuff. At the end of the day, I wouldn't say there's any one thing that specifically just takes everything to the next level for anything like that. There's not really a magical button when it comes to that, but making sure the property is both in a presentable and mechanically sound state is the number one biggest thing we're seeing or two of the, the biggest things we're seeing. Fantastic, Michael. Thank you for coming on the show today. This has been a super impactful episode. Folks, check out his company, check out the, con the contact information in the show notes. I think the Micah, you may be able to help some people listening to the shows. Everyone is dealing with insurance together. So hope you come on in the future. Appreciate your time, brother. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Agora's Investment Management Solution. Are you a GP or syndicator still using spreadsheets or an outdated investment management platform? Advance to Agora, the next step in investment management evolution. Agora's customers raise capital 40% faster and reduce operational expenses by 25%. With Agora, you can collect commitments faster, raise more capital by creating beautifully designed data rooms, public brochures, and automated subscription flows. Manage all your investor relationships efficiently with the most advanced investor CRM on the market. Delight your investors with a beautifully designed investor portal, which is fully customized to fit your brand and integrate seamlessly into your website. Distribute payments in a click directly from the platform and automatically generate and send all the reports and statements your investors need. Agora is suited for all types and all sizes of GPs or syndicators, starting with an affordable $5.99 a month subscription plan. Click the link in the description to book a live demo and learn what Agora can do for your business. Agora, better investment management. Well, folks, I hope you got as much as I did out of that episode. Actually, Micah and I stayed on for a few minutes after the podcast, and we actually talked about some of our properties. So I think this guy has some good merit behind him. 
So check it out. If you're having any trouble with your insurance portfolio, give Micah a call, check out Real Protect Insurance and see what they can do for you. So if you get any value out of this episode, please leave us that five-star review. Like us on YouTube. That's the only way to pay it forward and get this show out to more people. So pay it forward, folks. Share the show. If you want to check us out on social media, Quattro Capital is live at Team Quattro Capital. The one word, no special characters on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, even Twitter now. And at Real Estate Runway Podcast for the Real Estate Runway Podcast is active on TikTok and YouTube. So check us out there. Love to engage with you wherever you like to engage. We are there for you. If you want to be on the show, we'd love to let you apply at thequatroway.com slash podcast. And folks, check us out at thequatroway.com slash invest. We have some cool things coming around. Log in. We can build a relationship and see if we're a good fit for you. Until next time, this has been another episode of the Real Estate Runway Podcast over and out. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.